0: Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and guess what? There's a lot of sports to talk about, including what uh, Hoffman's up to. So let's get to it. It's a Friday, Friday on the Blitz. Diabolical.
1: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Friday
0: Friday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe, at least for a few more weeks. With me, Fred Fowler, The Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the short timer, Tyler Scott, producing today if you want to get T-Ski's. T-Ski's. Yeah, that, yep. that what we're calling? Yeah, that's it? what we call him. I kind of miss Tyler Cito. That works too. Yeah. Let's go with Tyler
2: Cito. I don't know. What do you prefer? Whatever you whatever your heart desires. Dirty tea? Dirty tea sounds cool. Yeah. That does yeah. sound
3: kind of cool. Or hmm.
2: what about dirty? Mm, no, yeah.
3: not as good. A dirty no, tea
0: no, is, dirty is the tea way to is go. Cooler, what yeah. about yeah, yeah. young dirty bastard? Would that work? What about
2: tea unit? That works. Yeah, you sure have to say that every time you're going to say my name in this. Yeah, yeah. This show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, if you want to get in today, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six, or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook. No, you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page because Aaron's not here. There's Twitter though at Fred Fowler, F A O U R at AJ is the real at Tyler Drew Scott at Degenerates nine seven five. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch twitch.tv slash ESPN nine seven five, and it is a Friday Friday which. Man, I'm glad it's Friday because when I drove in, I was thinking it was Thursday. That's what happens when you take an extra day off. Yeah, and yeah, well, t- today, t- to me,
3: it felt like Saturday
0: because <laughs> you're out coaching yeah, baseball. Yeah, I'm out there
3: coaching baseball, and I'm like, oh,
0: now I got to go to work. This is uh, this is a mess. <laughs> ah, yeah, but you got you, you were telling me you got the games in this morning.
3: Yeah, uh, they they sent us an email last night. We were supposed to play our games at Bear Creek. Which, if you're unfamiliar with Bear Creek, it is in the floodplain out uh, in the Cypress, North Katy area. So, obviously, we weren't getting games in there. So, they moved our our bracket to Crosby High School. That's in Crosby, Texas, which is in our listening area. Yeah. So, I know it's not, I mean, I guess it's not that far for you, right? It's like. It was about, I'd say 45 minutes for me. But you got to think. The kids on my team. I got a kid from Friendswood. Oh. I got a kid from Siena Plantation, or I guess it's just CNN now. Yeah,
0: you can't you can't call it that anymore. <laughs>
3: uh, I got a kid from Sealy. So no, that's a haul. Uh, yeah, that that's a and a seven thirty a.m. showtime. Uh, that was rough. And but what's really rough is it continued to rain, and even though we were on fully turf. And by the way, shout out Crosby. Their baseball facility is badass. Uh, it's fully turfed, which almost nobody does. Fully turf. They usually turf the infield, and there's, yeah. there's grass outfield. They're fully turfed. They've got covered stadium seat like uh, seating area, so all the the parents and everybody were like comfortable under the uh, under the cover. It was nice. Unfortunately, it took us from it took us until 1:05 to finish our second oh, baseball man. game. <laughs> And it was just i mean it, it was just the first game specifically was really, really bad. it was just dumping it was like a monsoon, and um luckily, we found a way to win that game, and then it so the the deal is that like this game this tournament was supposed to be you if you won every game you had to you would have had to win seven games, okay if you lost one of the bracket games you're gonna have to win eleven games, oh boy, so I was like, so today was the tour, the pool play games, like to decide where your seating is. Right. And then Saturday and Sunday were bracket play. So I didn't really, I, I didn't care if we won or lost games today. So I, I most of my best kids, they, they sat like I, my, my top eight kids each sat, four of them sat one game, four of them sat the other game. And in the second game I used basically pitchers that don't pitch because I didn't want to run up innings on these arms and we got beaten that game 11 to 2 okay uh which is about about what i expected when i when i pitched those kids what i didn't expect was after the game the tournament people to go like okay so we changed the format of the tournament now uh oh and it's a single elimination tournament on sunday you don't have to play on saturday so now the likelihood is i'll probably have the the the, the most amount of games you would have to play is is 4 yeah uh more likely three, and it would have been ideal to be a high seed in that thing, and had I known, that's what I would have gone for.
0: Yeah, except now you're going to have all your pitching.
3: I My five best pitchers threw a combined 20 pitches today. So I was just like, oh, I'm saving it all up now. I saved it all up for nothing. So I, I was a little frustrated at that, but I, I guess at least they got the games in. Um, it, it is It's nasty out there. Uh it's it, Sunday's
0: apparently the one day in the next week where it 's not gonna rain
3: yeah I, knock knock on theoretically knock now. on this desk material it's <laughs> certainly not wood, but is also something i don't know what it is, but knock on it
0: hmm. uh somebody's throwing shade on you for going to the astros game uh you, hello it was your fault it's friday it's Friday <laughs> you can't throw that uh-uh. yeah, uh- yeah, I was at
3: the Astros game and they did lose um although maybe they should have hit some, maybe that would have helped their cause just throwing that out there yeah
0: yeah i mean i i don't think you were coaching them on how to hit but yeah i had a a few of my friends went and we're uh by the time i met them last night for our usual thursday night thing they'd been imbibing a little bit yeah (laughs) so they had fun at the game uh even though it didn't go very well but hey you know what that happens you're gonna have one of those um by the way Guy giannis was pretty good last night even yeah. though it uh yep. didn't it, work out again no all i could think about was wrath of Khan when he's like ah oh, not so wounded as we were led to believe <laughs> yeah because <Yeah. laughs> I, mean, I, I think he's just i think he's doing just fine but uh you know it's i mean the, the suns devin booker finally had a game where he shot a decent percentage yep which uh hasn't happened in a, in a while and uh the suns i mean it, it's like yeah you know, it felt this is the first time it's felt like giannis and a bunch of homeless kind of like it there were times where it felt like Harden and a bunch of homeless and um you know I but until you lose the game at home it doesn't really mean anything so uh but it
3: it, listen the the Suns it, it looked like early on the Bucks were the much better team like watching that first quarter I was like oh man the Bucks are just having their way and the only thing that kept the suns in it was they just kept hitting threes. Yeah. I don't know how many I think they made like eight threes in the first quarter or something I like to put that.
0: 20 uh, Chris Paul made a nice joke about it it's like oh, I played in Houston this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, but
3: I mean it was it was they were they were hitting everything from outside in that first quarter in a quarter where it looked like they were getting completely outplayed they just hit enough three-pointers that it was it, they were in the game. And then the entire second half it felt like it would go from an eight-point Suns lead to a ten-point Suns lead to an eight-point lead, maybe to a six, but immediately back to eight. Yeah, to, I mean, it was just they could not get over that hump. So, uh, good job by the Suns of, uh, of of eventually taking control. And they, it, it looked like the Bucks made some adjustments from game one, and that's the big knock on Budenholzer is he, he just doesn't make adjustments. And this, it seems like he made some adjustments. They, they just. Just one there. They didn't get enough from their from their uh, secondary guys, and that that was the that was what cost them. Yeah, Drew, Drew Holiday kind of stinks, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've got to get somebody else to step up there. But I do think that uh, it's a fun game to watch. I mean, I and I'm, I'm enjoying watching the Suns play. And I, I, I kind of think when they get get to Milwaukee, Milwaukee's going to win a couple games, and this thing's not going to be. That's yeah it
3: i don't think it's gonna be a sweep or anything like that i, I don't think it, yeah,
0: sons and four guy can shut his mouth i think
3: yeah i so. don't i don't think either one of these teams is good enough for for to pull that off but also i will say that when, when you get up when you get down two zero, sometimes it it turns into a uh i mean typically i wouldn't imagine that you'd get any quit going on in after two oh, games of no. the finals no no but it does it does start to wear you down like man we played pretty well last night, and we lost by ten points. That that's, Giannis scored forty two <laughs> points. Yeah, and we lost by ten. That ain't great. Um, they they won the turnover battle. They uh, they won the rebounding battle. They still lost by ten. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff. It's like, man, what do we got to do? What what's going on here? So, I there there is certainly got to be some frustration uh going on in in that in that clubhouse right now so and, and drew holiday you, you gotta you gotta be better than that he, he was awful in the first game awful in this game uh middleton turned back into a pumpkin they all the threes that were falling for them in game one were not in game two other than uh what's the white guy's name Connaughton. It, it, they they just didn't they couldn't hit anything uh it was just it, I mean it was it, it was one of those games where you you feel like you played really well, and then you shot poorly from outside, and Phoenix shot well enough from outside that everything else you did right just got negated.
0: Well, two zero, and uh, at least at least to me, it's interesting. I think I think Milwaukee will come back in Game Three. If I were if I were someone who actually bet on the NBA, I'd probably take a pretty good stab at that. Yeah, Milwaukee winning Game Three. All right, we're going to take a very quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. and everyone can tell that you're poisoning the
1: well. there are no mistakes, except what you create. You need to know your place, because it's about to get heavy. You're listening to The Blitz, the Blitz. on ESPN 97.5. this is the blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 live from the veritex community bank studios here's fred fower and aj hoffman
0: and we're back on the blitz just in time the uh one of the things that uh happened when i got here today is our water machine is not working oh okay so i decided on the break i needed to run out to the car and grab something to drink okay so you know just stay because one of the other things here is that with the air conditioning i always start coughing whenever it goes Mm -hmm. on so i I always like to have water so yeah we got some Gatorade. so uh i want to thank lance for filling in yesterday how uh, was that uh you know lance is i kind of feel like ryan Tannehill. 'Cause with Lance, you just kinda hand the ball off to Derrick Henry over and over and over and over. Okay. And you look up at the end of the day and you threw for a couple hundred yards and it was a couple touchdowns. Solid performance, but you know, you, you weren't you weren't the one carrying the team. Okay. You, you just kinda hand it off. So uh And with me,
3: you feel like Tom Brady and I'm like Ronald Jones the third or something.
0: Uh no, I would say more like uh Patrick Mahomes and uh your are you know. Mm. Well, whatever running back they trotted out there. Mm, <laughs> be, but better like, better than Le'Veon Bell. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would um no, usually
3: Like you're Aaron Rodgers and I'm Eddie Lacey.
2: I would say They're probably about built the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Similar. No, I think I think Lacey weighed more yeah, than I mean, a Yeah. Uh
0: but no, I mean it was it was fun and and you know, we a little more sportsy than usual, but you know. We got a, we got an NFL network guy, I am going to go sports. Yeah. Although we we did get into some bad music and things like that. So it, it was fun, but always uh uh it's always fun when we uh have the real gang together here cuz we ain't got many of these left. That's true. So we are going to have a happy hour but not today.
3: It, I, it, our happy is going to have to end up being on a Thursday, I think.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll get it done. But it, you weren't supposed to be here today. Just
3: That yeah, it, was, it wasn't I was supposed to be off today, so it ended up i didn't have to be off, so I came into work even I probably should have just gone taken a nap,
0: yeah, especially when you guys didn't finish till I imagine oh. that's stressful too sitting there you know having to coach these kids and, and knowing this is your last tournament and your big tournament, yeah. and you got all these all the rain stuff going on and everything else i imagine I imagine that's was pretty stressful, so yeah, it probably would have been a good idea to just come in here and have a few drinks Damn. of course you'd probably fall asleep,
3: yeah, but oh or so. probably would have been a good idea for me not to come in here
0: at all you now who would i I've worked with them. Yeah, unit! Yeah, we could have done that. Yeah. Even dirty tea. Yeah. Nasty tea as somebody called him on Twitch. I kinda like that too.
2: What about tiny tea? No, no. We don't want to put that on him. That's I like dirty tea out of the best out of those. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Dirty tea. Okay. I'm down with that. Um so I wanted to uh one of the things I wanted to get into uh, today if at all possible is uh and i've got a couple of nfl things basically okay and i i don't know if you started getting these emails from this thing called the 33rd team yes pretty good stuff on there have you have you checked it out? i haven't even opened one well i i i know you know it's like well usually I'll, I'll do show prep in the mornings and i'll go through and look for stuff to make sure that i got a bunch that i want to talk about and i started getting emails from them and so i started looking at them and there's actually some good stuff on there, like they've got a thing on guys who deserve extensions that aren't Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, or Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So the non-quarterback guys that, yeah, and you know all, all those guys from the same draft era. But uh, one of the guys I got T.J. Watt, and they're predicting a five-year, twenty-eight million average per year. And sixty-four million fully guaranteed. Twenty-eight million seems like a lot. Yeah, but Bosa and Miles Garrett got like twenty-five and twenty-seven. So does TJ Watt deserve more than those guys?
3: I I don't know. That's a that's a that's a lot of money. Um, I'll go. Well, yeah, I, I you gotta pay him. I'm I'm with it.
0: Allen Robinson of the Bears. What are we? What money are we talking? Four years, uh, twenty million APY, forty million fully guaranteed. Feels high to me. I like him. Is he that kind of receiver? And maybe we don't know because he's had to play with Mitchell and and cousins. well, that,
3: what you do need is like you are going to need a guy, a go-to guy for Justin Fields, if if Justin Fields is going to indeed be a thing. So may, maybe you do got to pay him.
0: All right, Chris Godwin of the Bucks. Uh-uh. Yeah, especially they're talking about five years, 18.5, uh-uh. 36 fully guaranteed. Nope. Uh, here's some honorable mentions, which to me, I would I would put these guys higher on the list than the last two guys. Devontae Adams.
3: Well, if you're not got to want to be there.
0: Right, and if you're not going to have Aaron Rodgers, you probably don't want to. But if you are, you've got four years, 25 APY, 48 fully guaranteed. Yeah,
3: I, I, that's a lot, but I, I don't I don't know that he wants to be there.
0: Um, what about Jamal Adams? What money? Uh, five years, sixteen point five APY, thirty four and a half guaranteed. That sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds fair, and I think the uh, there's no way the Seahawks let him walk. Not trade think so they traded too much for him. Yeah, but I mean it. It's kind of, and, and they had some other stuff on there too that was kind of interesting today as I was going through it, but uh, mostly it's football. But they had this thing on um, you know how the bucks were were built, I mean not the bucks, the Hawks mm-hmm. and how is this going to be the new model for how you build a team now they, they hit on a bunch of their picks and and happened to have a star it, but it's it, it's so like it, it kind of goes about goes into the whole thing about well they traded Luca and got another pick and Trey Young worked out okay. And so that they've got all, all these guys under twenty three who can start together. It's like, what do you do now to to get that 'cause now I and I felt like they were pretty fluky. I think you did too. Yeah. To get as far as they did. But yeah, I, I think it's uh it's an interesting model. And especially when you look at a team like them, you look at a team like the Suns who also built through the draft and then added one guy. Yeah. And you know, I Blaine says twisted T. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one.
2: I've put back a few of those in my time. Yeah. Have, you,
3: have you ever uh, hit a racist with
2: one? No, I haven't. Unfortunately, that'd be fun. That would be cool. Hmm. I kind of like that one guys.
0: I don't know that we need to, I don't know that we need to go any further. <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, I just, uh, there's sites we're checking out. There's actually some interesting stuff on there. and, Considering how many things I get like that in my inbox every day that I ignore, the fact that I actually went and looked yeah. at it, it's like, yeah, hey, you know what? That's pretty good stuff. Boy, Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson are going to get so much money. Well, and and Baker, too. I mean, what are you going to do with Baker? You can't... I mean... Yeah, I, but he ain't I, one of them. He ain't, but... Baker he, Baker's not in that group. But look what Dak Prescott got. You putting Dak in that group? No! Well, I'm not putting him in that group. Oh... <sighs> Is he going to get the same kind of money as them? I I don't think he's going to get what they get, but I bet he gets Dak money. Because aren't they going to do better than Dak? Yeah, yeah. You would guess?
3: Uh, one of those two guys will be the second highest paid quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, they they should get close to the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, no, they shouldn't get that much. But that's, that's what the market is. Right. So.
3: Although, I think, listen, I mean, Lamar Jackson's been an MVP of the league. Right. Josh Allen, you could argue, like, if I said, okay, you can have any quarterback in the league not named Patrick Mahomes, he's yours for the rest of his career,
0: you might take Josh Allen, right? Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because uh, one of the things I had on that site was a, with an interview with Chris Sims who put out his quarterback rankings, and he said the hardest thing was putting Josh Allen ahead of Aaron Rodgers.
3: But I, certainly for the rest of their careers. You'd, you'd but if you're yeah, about
0: the rest of their careers, absolutely.
3: Is there anybody after? I mean, besides Oof. Mahomes?
0: Um. Well, I mean, prior to being an air humper, I would have thrown Deshaun into that conversation, but I can't do it now. I mean, I, I don't even can, know he's going to play.
3: You could say Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, you're, you're speculating. Yeah, certainly, yeah,
0: that's pure speculation. That's that's you, you just. I
3: mean, Justin Herbert's had a he had a great rookie year, but that's one I mean, year. Josh Allen played at. at Essentially an MVP level last year. He
0: did, and, and the year before he played pretty well. Yeah, he took a step, and so I, I mean, I think to me, yeah, those are the those are the guys. That would be the guy I would take today. If I you, think if so. You said, all right, we're starting from scratch. You get second pick of quarterbacks. I think that's the guy, and you get him for eight years. Yeah, then I would. I think that's the guy.
3: But I, uh, but I'm also. You know what I've said. I'm hesitant to pay these dudes that crazy money, and I know, but that's
0: unfortunately that's just that's just what's going to happen, right? And and I do think at some point we're going to see teams kind of do your idea of you know what, let's just move graduate on, graduate them, yeah. And but if you have a guy that you that you think can play at MVP level, that's a hard thing to do, yeah. So and, and here's the other part of it. There was a time Carson Wentz, you would have said the same thing. Yeah. There's a time Derek Carr, you might have said the same thing. Now, Derek Carr didn't get paid the way those other guys did, and I think he's quite a value, to be honest. But, boy, that Carson Wentz deal doesn't look so good. No. Now, Jared Goff, you kind of knew not to do. that. That That's on you, Rams. only well, managed to get rid of him. And Wiltz, Joe Burrow, stop. Stop with Jose Burrow. Let's, let's let him uh, stay alive for a year first. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to weigh in, and I I want to get uh, the expert's opinion on uh, some UFC next segment, Okay, if that's okay. Let's do it and kind of get your thoughts. Are we calling on,
3: an expert? Or? Uh,
0: well, I, I thought you were an expert. Oh, we'll, we'll see. You called Derek Lewis not being able to throw a ball to home plate. That's true. I didn't
3: predict that. All right. Let me tell you guys about Carbox brewing. Uh, you're looking for a good beer. Carbox has got you covered this weekend, man. Whatever you're looking for, whether you're an IPA man, they've got the light circus, the Hopadillo. They've got the, uh, the, the, if you're going, if you want to go crazy and do some rodeo clown, uh, or if you're looking for something a little, little more refreshing. Uh, the Love Street, the Crawford Bach, which I had one of those at the ballpark uh, earlier yesterday, so uh, and if you 're not in a beer, ranch water they 've got as well, so the, again, something for everyone, and at the restaurant. There's even more stuff that you can't find anywhere else in the whole wide world. You can get right there at Carbox Restaurant along with a fantastic meal. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Steaks, salads, burgers, pizzas, uh, Korean fried chicken, which is one of my favorite dishes. Uh, just fantastic food and, like I said, beers that you can't find anywhere else in the whole wide world. They're open, uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See what the latest goings on are with the restaurant, the brewery, and their concert series. And when you're out and about this weekend, grab yourself some carbock.
1: <music> ESPN 975. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN ninety-seven five. And on ESPN ninety-two-five. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back
0: on The Blitz. Before we get to this, uh I don't know that it really impacts anything, but it's just kind of a weird story. That Jamie Roots has already stepped down as the CEO of the what? Dynamo. That last long. No. I wonder what happened. You get over there and you get your office and you go, you know what? Oh, yeah. This isn't the NFL anymore.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, it's, uh, apparently it's for personal reasons. So. Oh, that could be anything. Yeah. Well,
3: when he says personal reasons, it's, uh, it's, it's probably like oh, rehab. Did you see what they brought us for lunch again? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they keep bringing us like old bagels <laughs> instead of like the spread we had for the NFL. Uh,
2: but they said they're open to welcoming him back. Not as a president, but as a, <laughs> as a senior advisor to uh, the new team president. So
0: interesting. That. The personal reasons could be anything. So if I decide if I decided I, I was going to leave when AJ did, I'd just say personal reasons, <laughs> and, and and not that I just hate everybody around here now. You know, same thing. Yeah, it's a personal reason, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, weird. So okay, I wanted to talk a little UFC because uh, I know everybody's everybody's interested in this thing because it's it's connor and he's a big sell but uh i kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the rest of the card for people who might want to watch the whole thing and know what's going on
3: yeah there i mean obviously mcgregor and uh and and poirier is the the big sell uh and it's it's going to be a top selling pay-per-view one of the top selling pay-per-views because it's a connor fight um but it's it I, that should be a really good fight. I, I'm I'm hoping that you know. The, I I think this is one of the few fights that's really warrants a a, a trilogy. Um, you know, the, when the first time they fought, Poirier was not nearly the same guy, and McGregor was just on this incredible tear where he was turning into a monster. And when they fought the second time, Connor had become the monster and was almost. It seemed like his, his life outside of fighting had become so big that he was coming down from that while Poirier just kept getting better and better. So to me, it's awesome that they, that we get a third one. Um, Gilbert Burns and Steven Thompson, Gilbert Burns, who was a, uh, he fought for the, the welterweight title and just got destroyed. Um, but he, he's going to fight Steven Wonderboy Thompson. This is going to be a fun fight to, to like, Gilbert Burns is a, a a hammer, but Stephen Thompson is very hard. He's 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 very difficult to hit, and he's a very difficult style to prepare for. Uh, Greg Hardy, uh, you're from your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he is one of your favorite guys. Oh yeah, one of yeah, my a favorite great guys. human being. Just, Just a great, great person. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean he makes Trevor Bauer look like a nice guy. <laughs> um,
0: safe word. Safe word.
3: Yeah. Uh, but he's fighting uh, a guy named Ty Tuivasa, uh, just a really tough dude, really durable guy, uh, and it, that that'll be a good heavyweight bout. Uh, and then Sean O'Malley was he he was matched up with a pretty good fight on this card, and then had a, a, a dropout with injury, and now he's fighting a guy who's making his UFC debut. But he's he's a big draw as well. A lot of people like to watch him fight. He's becoming a big star. But he's the guy he's fighting is Chris Martino. I watch a little film on it. He looks like he's completely overmatched here. Uh, and then Ryan Hall, who is. I, I admit, probably my one of my favorite fighters, if not my absolute favorite fighter in the UFC, uh, because I mean he he looks like, um, I don't know, like imagine uh, like Brandon Strange, like it, like you look at Brandon Strange and you say that guy probably can't beat people up for money, yeah. He looks like that, and like he, when he takes his shirt off, and like he looks like he works in, like, I don't know, an office or something. Uh, he's just, like, a like regular... Brandon like Brandon Strange yeah. does, yeah. Uh, except he's, like, uh, oh, jiu-jitsu wizard. And he tears people's legs off every fight. And, like, people are scared to hit him because if they get close enough to hit him, he might grab them and tear their leg off. So he's fighting this dude from Spain who's just been blowing people up. So I'm I'm thrilled about this fight. This is going to be one of the more fun. And that's that. If you don't want to pay the the seventy bucks or whatever for the pay per view, you can still watch that one on ESPN Plus. Right.
0: So just a quick insider question. Like, let's assume that one of your websites was giving you a two hundred and fifty dollar free play on one fight. Uh, is plus one ninety eight on your guy Ryan Hall a good play? Uh, well,
3: I'll tell you. Well, so you can do any. Plus I do anyway. Yeah. You get one play. I get one play. And it's for the whole two fifty. Yeah, it's a nice swing. So here's what I did because I don't I don't see Ryan like if if Ryan beats him, it's going to be by submission. Okay, and so submission let me see if there's a prop on this. Is prob, like I I got it earlier at plus four fifty.
0: Okay, uh, so let's see. Hall by submission plus two fifty. Ooh,
3: that's down. But if I were taking a swing on him, that's the one I would take then.
0: Okay, that uh, that works for me. So. Interesting.
3: Your two fifty be what six twenty five? That ain't bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I'll take it.
3: But I also I, I think Dustin Poirier inside the distance, which is around plus one thirty, is a nice bet too, and probably a safer bet than you know taking a big swing like that. But uh, I, there, there's
0: it's, it's free play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might.
3: I mean, I guess you might as well take your big swing if that's. Yeah, what I, I
0: mean that that's the thing. Might as well turn it into a few extra bucks, and we will. Uh, We'll go from there. Mon asking? Will AJ be a weekly guest? He better. Yeah. We're the plan is that AJ is going to be the new RJ, and we'll we'll do probably on Friday, but we'll work it out at some point where he'll come in and do a couple segments with us each week. And um, you know, whoever the new co host is, we'll just have to be down with it because if they're not, they won't be the new co host. How's yeah. that? Well, <laughs> so yeah, when we're when we're going through when we're going through our little checklist and. You know, I've, I've got, like, my three strikes that I can use. It's just like, yeah, it's like picking a jury. It's like I can strike a certain juror. Yeah. That's kind of the plan. So, like, if they say, okay, what about this guy? I like no, I, I'm going to strike him. Uh, actually, I, I shouldn't say strike because that implies physical. Right. Yeah, it's just, I, 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 veto is probably a better word, right? But I'll just make sure that when I ask the juror the question, I'll be like, are you okay with AJ coming on once a week and, you know, overshadowing you a little bit because... You know, he's kind of a bigger star than you. (laughs) And then if they say, I'm not cool with that. I'm not so sure about that. Eh. Well, I mean, it depends. I don't know. I mean, hell, Bill O'Brien may want the job. He could. OJ Simpson could be my replacement. That would be interesting.
3: It would be really kind of weird, but also exciting for me to talk to OJ every week. So,
0: yeah, we, we, we ought to try to get OJ as a guest for, for the last week. That'd be pretty funny. You and OJ, but yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how it plays out. But that that definitely is is already you know that's one of the first things I asked AJ when when it became official was hey man would you be willing to do this and at least at first he will be he might get bored with you guys yeah I mean I don't know because so I just got hauled by submission at plus three seventy five at Bovada well there you go friend mm-hmm. uh, see I just got you know, that. Bovada, Bovada, that was not the site. I was on, you know. Everybody's
3: got different numbers. Yeah,
0: but I'll take it. I mean, like I said, it's free and it has to be bet on a UFC fight. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. I know somebody I can ask. It's all good. And uh, if we win, we go in Sizzler. That's right, baby. (laughs) I'll be bringing some nice alcohol for you. That's right. So, Um, first question for a new host. Will you be fine with AJ busting your balls for an entire segment every week? Uh, it depends. It depends on the host. And hey, look, they, you, whoever it is, is going to have to make some adjustments. You're not going to be able to walk in and just bring, you know, just do things the way you've always done them. You're going to have to change a little bit. That's okay. So do I. And um, in, in all, uh, <laughs> if O'Brien gets a job, he'll be program director. Yeah, he'll be general manager. He'll be president. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. David Gals smart enough not to let that that thing in the house. Yeah. So um but no I mean uh, as, as far as candidates go there's there is no I mean the, this isn't going to happen the day AJ leaves there's going to be a lot of uh, um there's going to be a lot of people come in and, and do the shows for a little bit until a final decision's made and we all uh, all we we're, we're going to want is a show that's good a year from now a year and a half from now not you know let's just get somebody in there uh because we need to and so um, we're going to take our time with it. It's not like, uh, you know, it's kind of like replacing Justin Verlander in the Astros rotation. You can do it, but you're going to have to give a lot of guys a shot at it before they can become Fromber Valdez. So 713-780-ESPN. You know, Harper says with Billy O, you'd have a flatter organization. We would. God, I, How long do you think I'd last with that guy?
3: Uh, Forever. <laughs> 11 no. years 12 years maybe you'd break the record no
0: no i would say over under would be <laughs> probably a week and i'd be going in saying guys i can't do this put somebody else in here I'm, yeah i'm done so uh and, and and you know i know i know everybody starts throwing names out there you'll just just be patient guys we'll have a bunch of people in um and then you know we'll just we'll see what works and I'll be honest with you, there may be some shows that people come in and they go, Wow, that was great. It doesn't mean you can do it five days a week. Yeah,
3: it doesn't mean it fits.
0: And it may also be uh it also may be a situation where you know what? Didn't go as well with the tryout, but it could turn into a pretty good show. Guess guess uh guess what how that worked out with this one. AJ's tryout wasn't the best, but we all thought he was the most talented guy. Guess what? It worked out. So um I, I don't know that it's gonna work out again but you never know that's the plan yeah i hope it does so it, it did start yesterday was kind of the first day i'm kind of going like damn we really don't have many of these left now it, it, it's starting to become real yeah you know, we're starting to, oh, oh, bleep damn it i had to break in some
3: knucklehead well i mean three weeks from today will be my last show
0: yeah i i think it'll be the two-week mark is when i'm like okay this sucks yeah yeah but but yeah you know, well, still-
3: like, so like next weekend when I, I drive up to vegas and i leave my family there and then i come back and i do that the, the last two weeks that's what that's gonna it, it is, it's gonna hit me too i'm gonna realize oh man i don't even have a house to go home to right now i mean mm-hmm. going to my dad's house like i don't really live here anymore
0: <laughs> yeah that that probably that'll probably be real so hopefully you can exit with a uh with another championship belt with your with your kids Well, oh, that'd be nice yeah so did, how, how'd the uh the lat do the stacked lat
3: uh they they lost their first game i didn't i didn't get to stay because I, w- I was planning on staying but then ours took so long yeah I, I was like i gotta go to work <laughs> yeah, um, there's a show to do yeah i got, I got, <laughs> I got some work to do bubba <laughs> Um, but I, I know they lost their first game, but they were not as stacked today as I think they're planning on being Sunday. I think they, they were getting some reps for a lot of their, a lot of the less a kids. Yeah. yeah. The LA kids.
0: Yeah. LA kids sounds better. And then on a, like twisted T
3: on Sunday, they'll have their MA kids.
0: All right. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to take a very quick break. There's a couple things on the, the text line I want to get to kind of re- Following up on uh, what we were just talking about. Plus, uh, I want to get a little Astros-Yankees talking next All time. right. But uh, right now, I have to tell you about Cars for Kids. And, uh, guys, all you have to do is go to carsforkids.org, or you can give them a call, 713-225-4226. And if you've got a vehicle that's not working anymore, even if it is working, it could be running, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's just been sitting out there in your driveway and you're thinking, man, I need to do something with this. Well, donate it to carsforkids.org. It benefits the Houston Can Academies, and that's local. So those are local kids that you're helping. If you mention ESPN Houston, you're going to get a $50 Visa gift card as a thank you for your donation. The pickup is free. It's an easy process. You get a tax write-off. And guess what? You don't have the title? That's all right. They'll do the title work for you, including search and transfer. And uh, this, this helps students get a second chance, and it's such a cool thing that they do with these schools. And uh, with the Houston Can Academies, which are around town here in Houston. And uh, carsforkids.org, that's carsforkids.org or 713-225-4226 is the number. And remember, right off the car, not the
1: kid. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
0: And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. A couple of questions from the text lines Somebody asked, how much longer do you see yourself on 97.5, Fred? I, I honestly can't answer that. Uh, I, I think, you know, certainly through the end of the year for sure and hopefully beyond it just depends on depends on a lot man we got a really lucrative new business that we're launching and you know depending on how that goes you know it, it may be sooner it just it, it things have changed because you know i when i was going to leave before i knew the, the show would be in good hands if aj was here yeah and now it's like okay well i don't know what it's going to be and i i'm You know, but if I, I mean, I plan on on staying for a while, but I'm also, I'm also in a pretty good spot that, Hey, you know what, deep run in the main event. Maybe I'll just go do that. You know, we'll see. So, uh, but I'm I'm planning on being here for a while. I mean, I I don't, I just don't have, at this point, I no longer have a, an exit plan other than one of these days I'm going to come in and say, you know what, that's enough. And I don't know when that'll be, um, Somebody wants uh Barry Warner, uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, but uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that would be really good. We'll just we'll just let it play out. I'm, I'd, I'd actually like to enjoy the last three weeks of shows before I have to start worrying about that. So, um, and yeah, I did say two more years, and that's that's the tentative plan. But like I said, there's you know we're all we're all working towards a greater goal here. At least I am. So, um, and don't read this message over the air if it's really Jesus Easter be taking over for AJ. Uh, boy, that would be, that would be interesting. How long do you think before it wouldn't, what, it won't be the the Jesus
3: Easter be from Twitter or from Twitter? No, oh, no, no, it won't be him. No.
0: But I'm talking about the real one. Uh, that would be an interesting show because he's got a, a different job. Yeah, but how long do you think it would take since he had players followed <laughs> where he's having me followed and trying to get me whacked? Yeah. For you the things I that. would say. And then, then I'd have my guys follow him and, and try to whack him. It'd be kind of cool. We'd have like a mafia war between two radio hosts. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so uh, where's the live show tomorrow? Oh, we're doing it at Carboc, Are we, you know, the best route to take to get the car back? You can- <laughs> and and you know don't pay attention if you see like some black suvs there uh, there that's for your protection it's all good <laughs> oh man <laughs> Long story, so he doesn't have the time he's the coach gm and owner of the texans he's he's pretty much the owner i think nick casario is technically the coach
2: <laughs>
0: i'm pretty sure <laughs> nick don't, o'brien david cully's the like the uh, the towel boy yeah yeah david cully is David Culley's the guy that uh, he's just so happy that to be called a head coach. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I don't know, man. I was we had a interesting conversation with Lance about this yesterday, and we and you and I have talked about it in the past, but I really feel like this is almost totally the Easterby Casario show now, and I, I feel like Casario's kind of the Bill O'Brien who's running everything with. Jesus with his hand up his back, too, like, you know, I, like hand in hand here. And I I kind of feel like Jesus is the owner and Nick is the O'Brien now. Kind of, and we haven't really changed anything. No, except David Coley's probably
3: not as good of a coach as Bill O'Brien was.
0: No. So the question is, is Nick Casario? Well, is Nick Casario a better GM? You, yeah. hope, you hope so. Yeah, I mean, so Bill, far, Bill O'Brien's yeah, the I, worst GM. Yeah, I mean, you can't be any worse at GM. I, I think we can all agree that. At least here's a positive. I'm trying to stay positive about everything today. One positive is that you have a better GM than you had with Bill O'Brien. Now, do you have a better one than you had with say Brian Gain or even Rick Smith? That I don't know. I can't say that. But yeah, Cully is Farmer Fred from the Water Boy. It yeah, kind of, kind of, but yeah. And but when you look at that organization, it's like okay. Lance said something that I hadn't heard, that Easterby actually negotiated Casario's contract, which would make sense because it's way too much money and way too long. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a a concern. But you know what? I mean, it's it's not going to be until next year that we can really start judging whether this guy's any good at his job. I mean, my first impression's not good. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm, I'm just trying so hard to find something for Texans fan to hang on to and I just can't do it. Yeah, and not not in not without lying to the people. I just can't. I'm trying, man. I really am. And I want I want to be interested and you know, I'm, I'm just kidding about the whole Jaguar thing, by the way. But you know, I I want I want this team to be interesting and I just can't see it. So Anyway, uh, so we're on the street. Jamie Roots stepped down to take AJ's spot. Possibly. Yeah. I'm guessing AJ makes more than the CEO of the Dynamo. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they pay over there. I don't either. Hmm.
3: But I I, I ain't old bagels, I can tell you that.
0: And says, for the life of me, I really do not see how you equate Nick Casario to O'Brien. O'Brien was a bleeping idiot. It's like you're the only one who equates these two guys, and I don't get it. All right, I'll try to explain it to you as slowly as possible, Lamont. The, uh, no, we haven't seen the full depth of what Casario is, but in terms of running an organization, in terms of trying to control everything, I don't see how you can't see the comparison. That you hire a coach with no experience who's lucky to have a job who you can control because you want to control everything. It's exactly what O'Brien did. He forced the GM out. The difference is you got a GM who's got a puppet coach, and O'Brien turned himself into the GM. It's the exact same thing. And, I, and if you can't see that, I'm sorry. I mean, it's pretty obvious to me. Um, and, you know, you're, you're also saying O'Brien was an idiot. As a, as a GM, absolutely. Coach, the guy was okay. He was, he's probably the best coach I've ever had, which is a sad thing to say. But as a football coach, he was, he was better than average. Barely, but better than average. And I don't know what Nick Cassero is. I don't know if he's going to be a better than average GM or a very average GM. I know he'll be a better GM. But as far as his influence on the coaching staff, I don't know. And I can't, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, you know, you don't have the same kind of setup in the organization. And why wouldn't you? What is it Cal said when he made O'Brien the GM? What did he want? Flatter organization. Yeah. So anyway, Roberto says, Finally gave in, taking my wife to Vegas for the first time for our 22nd wedding anniversary, staying at the Paris, and he shows to watch any good buffets any good tips um you know what man i haven't been back since the covid so i still don't i mean i, I know aj's been there a couple times but are, are the buffets even open
3: uh some are
2: yeah it depends
3: yeah it's it's it varies by casino now like uh mm-hmm. some poker rooms are back open some aren't some some casinos are back to like six to a blackjack table yeah. some have those big screens everybody's uh, different right now i would say
2: every casino that i was in at the end of may didn't have the partitions up but at least all of them were if you're vaccinated then you don't have to wear yeah. a mask you're not required to wear a mask but if you're not vaccinated please try and wear a mask
0: yeah that's how it was it at, at uh Cushada. it's like they said they're not required but they're recommended and yeah you know and that's fine i mean i the I know Bally's poker room is open, and if you're staying at Paris, you're next door, so that's good uh and they have tournaments still but yeah i haven't i haven't it's i I don't even know how close it is to the Vegas that I'm used to
2: like uh, all the touristy stuff like shops and restaurants and all that stuff seemed like all of that was kind of wide open, so maybe you'll have a good time Caesar's was just free for all.
0: Was it was it still hard to get places to eat?
2: Uh, I mean, we had reservations at every place that we went to, mm. but as far as like going in and sitting down, I mean, at the Paris or at a yeah, there's a couple. There was a restaurant at the Paris where they didn't accept reservations, and we waited probably like thirty minutes, thirty forty five minutes. Mm.
0: Somebody says in June they opened up 100%, but that doesn't mean they're 100% open. Okay. You're right. I mean, that, that, that's, like, Texas is open 100%, and it's still, there's still places that are not doing things the same way they did. So I I just, you know, I can't answer that. I'm I'm hoping that sometime in the next three weeks, I'm going to fly out there for a weekend. I want to go before the wife has gone to Canada. So, I, uh, so I'm going to try to get out there, but it just depends, man. We had... You know, we, I, I got to get this website launched and everything else. I it, it I don't know, but I'd really like to get out there for a weekend and just go stay at Bally's, get everything scouted out for October for the World Series, and um, you know maybe go play one of those old people tournaments at the Venetian. Yeah, get a little, get a little table time in and and try to stay sharp because right now I feel as good about my game as I ever have. So um, I'd like to get there and do something, but I I just I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but. Uh, now what would be cool, though, is while, while I'm, uh, I'm off in Vegas, I could have new brakes come and fix my brakes because they'll come to the house. And that's what they do. And they do such a great job. Uh, new brakes comes to you, whether it's your home, whether it's your office. Uh, and right now is, is, is not the time to go sit in a dealer for two hours or sit in a shop for two hours. Nobody's got time for that. And why not sit at home? You sit in your underwear, watch Netflix, and let them fix it. Drink beer. And they'll fix your brakes. And you're going to save 20 to 50% off a shop and dealer. Uh, you're going to get a 24-month, 24 24,000-mile 24, warranty. And, man, so many po- uh, five-star reviews on Yelp. Uh, so many positive reviews from listeners who send me stuff all the time saying, man, I use new brakes. Everything you said about them is true, uh, easy, quick. You get the discount. And uh, they did it in an hour. I highly recommend these guys. All kinds of cool stuff. So go to NewBreaks.com, dot scom Mention ESPN. You're going to get 10% off your service on top of that already low price. That's NewBreaks.com, dot scom Sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. ESPN 97. 5